Hello everyone, welcome to Ubi Est Mia. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with David Koechner. You might know David Koechner from the movies Anchorman, Anchorman 2, The Office, Saturday Night Live, and uh, about 150 other roles that he's played over the years. David spent some time in the Second City in the mid and early 80s uh, before he went to New York and before he was on SNL. So we talk a lot about that. Uh, he was also at a Wilco show the night before in Los Angeles, so that explains a little bit of that. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I really like this episode. I really like David Koechner. Without further ado, here's the episode. What initially brought you to Chicago? Uh, I wanted to study the Second City. I knew that, uh, that most of the original cast from Saturday Night Live had, had come from Second City. And so this is all pre-internet. So this is 19, let's see, 1983, I think, or four. I can't remember. Um, I made a buddy, went up to, drove up to Chicago. I visited a friend and went to the Second City, saw a show. I was blown away. And then on the way out of the theater, I saw that they taught classes. And it was kind of like a bell went off. And I realized, oh, that's how you get there. And so I decided I was going to move to Chicago and start studying there. What were you doing in Chicago at the time? Like you just came up from Kansas City to see a show? No, I, I came from Tipton. Um, actually, I was living in Columbia, Missouri, where the University of Missouri is. Let's say the Internet exists in 84, 83. Do you think you would have ended up at Chicago at Second City, or maybe you'd be playing on YouTube and trying it that way? No, I'm more analog. Okay. But, you know, who knows? I, it's 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 impossible to say, you know. Like every other boy in sixth grade, we would make comedy tapes, but you don't do it consistently because you don't pass those around, especially in a small town. Um, so I guess one would assume that if the internet ex- existed, you would you would um, start making comedy shorts. I mean, that's what kids do now. My daughter, um, who's ten, does musically every day. You know, it's a private account, but they, they perform for their, whatever, 30-second songs. Do you worry about that you as a parent? You can't worry about it. You can uh, only be a good character witness for your children, I think. When you moved to Chicago... That's, that's, the, that's the shortest answer. Fair enough. Uh, when you moved to Chicago, what neighborhood did you live? Uh, my first place in Chicago was um, just above Addison off of Clark. I can't remember the street. I lived in a studio apartment that had a lake view and then they put up a building that took away the lake view but they didn't reduce the price. And then my next uh, uh, apartment was Addison A. It was a block away from Wrigley. And not that expensive. I would smell the wafting at McDonald's all day long. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but that McDonald's is finally gone. <laughs> that must have been expensive property. Maybe the most expensive other than like Times Square for all of McDonald's. Yep. It was a good investment. Yes, yes for someone. Did You're a sports person. I mean, you, you you seem to actually care about Kansas City sports, but that seems to be most Kansas City fans. I, I do. Um, I do. My wife is from Kansas City. My sisters all live there now. 
So I guess my wife being from there. I mean, yeah, that, that was always my team because my cousins were from uh, outside of Olathe. They lived in Stillwell, Kansas. So I was always a Chiefs and Royals fan. Fair enough. We were we were slightly closer to. So I'm from Central Missouri. We're slightly closer to Kansas City than St. Louis. But you also lived near Wrigley when the Cubs were good in the '80s. Uh, the Cubs made it to the playoffs. Uh, two, once or twice, maybe three times. It was '84 and '89. Yes. Oh wow, you've got your stats right in front of you. Yeah, we had Ryan Sandberg, who was an All Star. Uh, was it seven time Golden Globe? Golden Globe. If that, I mean, I went to Golden Glove. I went to the Wilco show last night, so I'm a little bit uh, 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 not on top of my game, to be completely honest with you. But, uh, yes, and uh, Andre Dawson um, famously came and was going to be the savior, and nearly, you know, he got him there in 89, right? He did, and he also won the MVP on a last-place team, and that hasn't been done since. Wow, someone goes deep cuts. Uh, he's my favorite player, and I have an Andre Dawson pennant. And Aww. Yeah, so I got a soft spot for that guy. You're an adult. The Cubs are gonna get, they're going to they're gonna get there this year. Oh, for sure. I was I was so happy it wasn't a uh, a Royals-Cubs series last year. Yeah? Because, yeah, I mean, look, I don't go, I don't go deep on baseball, but obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm, if, if I have a baseball team, it certainly is the Royals. Uh, so I was very happy that it wasn't Royals-Cubs because most of my, my closest friends are from Chicago. You know, in show business, all my guys, all my guys uh, that I still hang out with, that, uh, you know, I spend every holiday with out here in Los Angeles. My my Los Angeles family are all the guys that came up with from Chicago live out here now. You also saw the most Chicago band last night, and you're an adult man with five children, and you're still going yeah. to concerts. That's pretty impressive. You know what? I wrote uh, a list of things that I need to do more of recently, and one of them was seeing more concerts. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, I'm a huge Wilco fan. Uh, I love it. I uh, got an opportunity to be on At Midnight with Jeff Tweedy. I think it's Thursday. Thursday. Pardon me, this week. Uh, and so... Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's fun to get excited about meeting people in life, and you can call them heroes or or, or artists. But it's great to meet an, an artist that you have such deep abiding uh, respect and admiration for. And um, so, yeah, I get to I get to share a stage with Jeff Tweedy in a way. I guess that's pretty pretty cool. You're roughly the same age as Tweedy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you're, I think you are. And I was just wondering, is there anybody that's, like, younger than you that you could look up to? <laughs> that I can look up to? Yeah. Uh, of course. I mean, I, I, I respect and admire anyone with talent. Uh, there are those that possess things that are the intangibles of life that we can't, you can't define. Those are the things I look up to. That are that are only uh, a matter of uh, either divination or or super hard work. One of the people that was in your life that a lot of people look up to, but a lot of people only know by name, is Del Close. Oh yeah, sure. 
is he as influential as people think he is when people like you talk about him? Uh, yes. Okay. At the time, at the time that it's happening, you don't know it. Well, you kind of do know it. I will say that I was certainly aware of his gravity from the beginning. And this was then Dell was not well known at the time. I mean, he, he was kind of a local legend, I guess. Uh, maybe a bit more notorious been legendary when I was studying with him, but I certainly had a sense of the import of what we were doing when I was studying with him. I, I used to describe it as uh, class with him felt like uh, crawling under barbed wire, uh, kind of as if you were in military training, crawling under barbed wire while live rounds were going off around you. That's how important it felt. Is that healthy? Yes. Okay. Uh. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know, it certainly wasn't life or death, uh, and maybe I've, I've given it too much weight, but for me, I'm going to say it, whether it seems corny or not, uh, for me as an artist, it, it felt that important. As an artist, sure. But you were also a younger person. You were in your twenties. Uh, there was there was there was absolutely no detriment in any fashion uh, studying with with Cell. Uh, I only felt there was constant elevation. Is there anyone currently doing that? That's helping the kids out there be funny people. Well, I would think no Gregoropoulos, uh, Noah. Um, was probably as influential as Dell to me personally. Do you romanticize your time in Chicago, or are you just happy that you absolutely ha you absolutely do? okay? Oh my God! Any any time I come back to Chicago, I get uh, a sense of melancholy because it was it was the most impactful time of my life. It was the greatest growth I'd ever experienced in my life, as as uh, as a as a as an actor, and as a as a human, as a student. I felt like I was in a master class every day with the friends I was hanging out with, and the the teachers I was studying with. You know, Sharna, John Harazal, Dale Close, and Noah be the most influential. Um, people in my life at that point, as well as the rest of the, the, the characters I was hanging out with. You are an actor. Uh, you, you do have a yeah. new movie coming out, and it's not, it's not a fun movie. No. It's a drama called Priceless. Yes. It's about uh, human trafficking. Um, that's the opposite uh, it, it, of most things you do. Yes, that's the opposite of a, of a comedy, yes. <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing funny about it. What attracts you to still want to do stuff like this? Like, you don't have to do these things. Um, don't you? No. No, I guess you don't. Uh, number one, I love to work. Uh, but, and, you know, I have to be reminded when we work. Oh, I have to add another person uh, as an influence. Yeah. Uh, Nick Napier. 
one of the great minds of Chicago theater and certainly a great influence on me as well. Mick Napier did a show years ago, and in his um, program, he said something along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing, um, what we do is we play. Something along the lines of, they, they call it a play. They don't call it a bore. They don't call it uh, a, a, a chore or something like that. They said, so tonight let us play because that is what we do. And I've always thought that was was so remarkable that my job is to play. So if I get to play in different ways, it's the greatest um, expression I get to uh, experience. That's beautiful. Wow. Thank you. It is. It is. <laughs> well, it came from a greater mind than mine. If you would like more information about David Keckner, go to davidkechner.com. Uh, if you would like more information about us, uh, we're on Twitter. We're at sign UBSMIA pod. Uh, I don't know. Somebody else at UBSMIA, but we're UBSMIA pod. We're on Facebook. Find us. Just put UBSMIA in there. And uh, I just finished a book with Chris Kelly. You could find that book uh, at DonaldTrumpIsAWrestler.com, spelled correctly. So just DonaldTrumpIsAWrestler.com. Follow me on Twitter. It's at sign YMTE. Uh, our art is by Dmitry Samaroff, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful night. I'll hunt the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family.